0: Blob Talk Radio. I'm going to a city that's set on a hill. Its ruler and maker is the Lord God above. Oh, I'm going to a city and it's set on a hill. And someday I'll be in heaven and there'll be no sorrow there. I'm going to the city at Light Four Square. The gates are made of jasper and
1: I'll see Jesus there. I'm going. Hello, everybody. Hello. God bless you today. This is Susan Puzio and I want to welcome you to the prophetic news radio broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. It's radio for the end times. Amen. We're in the end times. If we were ever in the end times, this is it. I've never seen so much insanity. Every day, there's something new. I'm a news junkie. Are are you all news junkies out there? Uh, Information junkies? (laughs) But sometimes, uh, even if you tell people things, they don't believe you. I I was telling this friend of mine. About the... uh, vaccines about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine that they were using aborted baby cells in the vaccine and so my friend said are you sure about that well I said well it's on their website so I guess I guess they're sure about it I guess I'm sure about it because uh they posted it on their website that they were using it. Well, they claim that it's not in the actual vaccine, even though they used it when they manufactured the vaccine. I don't know how you get that stuff out of there. It's, it's like somebody said they they took a, they were able to take a vial of the vaccine. When somebody, when they were going to go and get the vaccine, they happened to take one And they were going to have it analyzed by a lab. Well, it probably would be even very difficult to get a lab to analyze it if they knew what it was, because sometimes it's hard to even get a a laboratory to analyze things for you. And the way I know that is I was going to have my water analyzed to see what kind of junk was in my water. And... I was trying to get this test kit to analyze, like if there was arsenic in my water and because the water doesn't taste good. It doesn't even smell good. So uh, when I called the uh, company, I said, how come I can't buy your kit? I used to see your kit online. I said, how come I can't buy your kit? She said, well, the state of Florida won't let you, won't let us sell you our kits to analyze your water. Imagine that. Imagine that. So they don't want you to know what's in your water. Just like they don't really want you to know about these vaccines. Well, they talked about it. So I think I told my friend three times, and even the third time, she still asked me, are you sure about that? And, you know, about them using the aborted baby cells in the vaccines. I was like, okay, already. And then I had another friend of mine the other day. I haven't talked to this friend for a long time, but, and uh, we were talking about Paula White. So she said to me, well, you know, Paula White led Donald Trump to the Lord. I'm like, well, somebody needs to lead Paula White to the Lord first, because I don't know how anybody that doesn't know the Lord themselves is going to lead somebody else to the Lord. Please stop it already. I'm like, you know, you have to realize something that when when you read something, if it's a press release and it came from the AP or it might be on CNN on their website or it might be on uh, one of these other news outlets, they send out a press release and Paula White has a, a PR agent. And so they can write a press release and they can send it out there like they sent out this press release a couple of years back that Paula White led Donald Trump to Christ. Well, that's an impossibility because she doesn't know Jesus herself. And uh, I've never heard Donald Trump, if I would hear him right out of his own mouth say that he's born again and he's accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior, I might believe that he's he's saved but I have never heard that come out of his mouth it was reported that she said it happened and I don't believe what she says because there's hardly any truth that comes out of her mouth that's for sure so you can tell people things and sometimes they, they won't believe you and I'm thinking to myself my friend knows better than that like why is she saying that White led Donald Trump to Christ. Um please stop already. But that's what happens when you have a press agent and you can write your press release and you pay to have these press releases sent out. And you could say anything. You could say anything. So yeah, amen. That's right. Amen, Shannon. And uh to my other friends there in the chat room. That's right. Don't believe everything you read, and uh, I don't believe everything I read. I research. I like to research all day long. I love to go and look for information. I like to find out what's going on, and then I'm always shocked. I'm shocked when I find out things that are going on. I'm I'm deeply troubled when I see the state of the so-called church, and I see the compromise, and you think to yourself, Lord, help us. Where are the Isaiahs? And where are the Jeremiahs? And where are the men and women of God that won't compromise? There's some out there. There's some out there, but it's few and far between. It's few and far between. Let me tell you, we're in a a crisis here as far as truth. Of course, we have our Bibles, and we always have to go back to the Bible, whether or not you can never go to a church building again. You can't depend on the pastor. You can't have pastoritis and depend on the pastor to spoon feed you everything that you're supposed to know about God and then depend on the TV preachers. And then, God forbid, we have another pandemic, which I'm sure we will have, because the Bible says we're going to have plagues. And that's another thing. That's another thing. If somebody, a friend of mine told me last week, well, you know, the, the coronavirus is uh, its not real. I'm like, well, no, 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 don't tell me that, okay? I've had too many people that I know that have suffered from, from this thing, have died from this thing. Don't tell me it's not real. Don't tell me that because I don't even want to hear that. And not only that, but the Bible promises that we are going to have tribulation in this world, and there are going to be plagues. And so we've seen this coronavirus thing as one of the first big pandemics of our lifetime. And just because people get vaccinated, it doesn't mean that they're protected, it doesn't mean that they're protected from not getting it. They're still getting it. You can still read read reports online of people that have uh, been vaccinated twice and they still got coronavirus and they died so just because you got vaccinated and I'm not getting vaccinated whether or not you get vaccinated that's your own business I'm not going to tell you what to do I'm just going to give you my opinion and uh, I think they're dangerous they're uh, unproven untested and people are being injured by these vaccines and they're still getting sick so people are, are dropping their guard and they're not being careful uh, because they say, well, the other day somebody came to my house to uh, fix my air conditioner in my car. It was it was out of Freon. It wasn't working. You know, you have to have air conditioning in Florida. So the, the uh, guy that came, he says to me, have you been vaccinated? Well, I'm thinking to myself, like, what business is it of hers, I, of his? I'm not standing anywhere near him when uh, – he's working on my car. And, you know, you have to watch these guys because you don't know what they're going to do. So uh, what what business is it of yours whether I'm vaccinated or not? Uh, So there's there's a lot of discrimination going on now, too, about who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated. And vaccinated people have to sit on one side and unvaccinated people have to sit on the other side. And now people are going to blame you. That's what's going to happen that's going to be the new violence now is that vaccinated people are going to blame unvaccinated, unvaccinated people for spreading the virus. That's going to happen because it's, they're already starting uh, to discriminate against people about this thing. So, Oh yeah. She's uh, our sister. Shannon says in the chat room that her 93-year-old grandma just passed away on Monday after she received her second shot of Pfizer. Yeah, well, I don't know why they're giving a 93-year-old a vaccine to begin with, but oh, well, anyway. Just uh, I want to remember to pray for our brother Ed. He's a brother in the Lord, and uh, he got the virus about a week and a half ago anyway, then he had emailed me a couple of times and then he wound up in the hospital and then he wound up with some, he told me that they were going to, they said that if his oxygen continues to go down, they were going to give him this, put him on the ventilator. Oh dear. And uh, anyway, I haven't heard from him now in four days, so I don't know what's going on as far as how he's doing. I can only imagine Because the last time I heard from him, I think on Tuesday or Wednesday, he said they put some kind of a mask on his face and it helps you breathe. But he said if they took the mask off, he wouldn't be breathing anymore. So anyway, it's it's horrible. But. Don't believe all these uh, conspiracy theories about things, they try to tell you things aren't real when when you can see right before your very eyes that things are real and things are really happening to people, we live in a fallen world and you can make all the faith confessions you want and you're still going to go through some kind of tribulation in your life. You're still going to lose loved ones. You're still going to maybe have financial problems you're you still might have problems with your children with your husband with your wife you're still going to have problems even though you know jesus i mean jesus helps us through the problems but you can't believe people that just tell you that wow you that can't happen because we're we're uh, like Last week, we talked about the divine restraining orders. We have to stop things from happening before they start, and we can issue these divine restraining orders, and we can restrain the devil from ever hurting us. Well, that's not real life. All of us would love to have that kind of Pollyanna existence where nothing happens to us, and uh, we just go through life skipping and smelling the roses. But it's not like that life. Not this life, anyway. Not this life. So we have to remember, we have to look at things the way they really are and uh, be careful who you listen to, what they're saying. Because I'm shocked when I hear certain, when I hear people saying certain things and I think to myself, no, that's not true. It's not true uh, that. But Jesus said that people would rather believe a lie than the truth and we see that we see that we see that with uh you see a lot of these people and, and uh they're saying that God's going to bring back Trump and Trump is is God's man. Let me tell you something if if God wanted Trump in the White House in 2020 he would have been there. There would have been no devil anywhere that could have stopped it if that was God's will. But it wasn't God's will. It wasn't God's will. So it didn't happen. And whether Trump's in the White House or whoever else is in the White House, Jesus is still Lord and he's still on the throne. So no matter what happens, no politician is our savior. Obviously, they're all compromised in one way or another. And so we have to keep our eyes on the Lord. And and not take our eyes off of him because people can't really help us. They can try to help us, but help us. Help us Jesus. Help us Jesus. Anyway, I wanted to just remind you too uh we have our book Our Paula White book on Amazon, Paula White, renegade presidential spiritual advisor, heretic in the White House, that she's no longer there. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, the miracle-selling huckster who became the spiritual advisor to the world's most powerful man. God help us. That's one of the reasons uh, Donald Trump is not in the White House is because of her taking It's uh, taking spiritual advice from someone that doesn't know God herself. So, But anyway, our book is free on the Kindle version for the next four days. If you don't have Kindle, they have an app that you can download for free on your computer, on your phone, or however. And you can read anything on Kindle with that Kindle app. And uh, so, if you want to read that book, it'll be available for the next four days on Kindle for free. And we also have our website, propheticnews.com, our YouTube channel, Susa Puzio. And I put up a video. I put up a video about a month ago, and I I said, "Is Donald Trump really pro-life?" And I was talking about the fact that he allowed these vaccines to be produced. Or he didn't tell the companies anyway that, look, if you're going to take government government money to produce these vaccines, please don't use the aborted baby cells in the production or in the experimentation, which they never did. And these companies did do that and got billions of dollars from the government. And so I made a video about it. And I put it on YouTube and they took it down. They took it down and they, they said it did not meet community standards. Well, <laughs> I'm only telling you what happened. It really happened. And and uh, the documentation is there on each of the, the vaccine manufacturers' websites about what they used when they tested these vaccines. So it's weird. It's weird. So that got taken down, but who knows how much longer any kind of Christian voice or opposition voice to what their opinions are is going to be allowed. No, pornography is allowed, any kind of cursing, uh, that's allowed on there. Any kind of a music video with uh, any kind of sexual overtones, that's allowed, but don't say that. About the vaccines, about pro life or anything like that. No, then they they take you down. So, but I know there's other platforms out there, and of course, I know I I have this channel on Rumble, but it doesn't get that many views yet, and it's they have some kind of a weird system for uh, putting your videos up. Anyway, it's not as easy as YouTube. Of course, YouTube is easy. and But now they want to restrict your speech. And they want to tell you how to think, which they're doing a very good job of brainwashing half the country. And then you have, I would say you probably have 80, per, 80 to 90% of the so-called church totally brainwashed to believe the lies that they're believing. Oh dear, please. Paula White led Donald Trump to the Lord. I'm like, no, stop. I can't. I can't. No. Anyway, also, if you want to email me, email me, Susan at propheticnews.com. That's Susan at propheticnews.com, and I will answer your email. So all those things are available for you. I, I There was a, a brother that's on the other network on uh, Christian Sentinel radio, and I heard him talking about this. Now, I I have known that Mrs. Moon, in case you're not familiar with Mrs. Moon from the Moonies, which they don't like to be called the Moonies anymore, but... Anyway, she was married to Mr. Moon, who owned the Washington Times, and they have their so-called church called the Unification Church, which their plan is to unite the whole world. And of course, their uniting of the whole world includes believing now that Mr. Moon is dead, buried in a glass coffin, dressed in this elaborate costume. then these people go to visit his dead body there in this glass coffin. It's all surrounded by flowers. And they bow down to it and they cry. Oh. Well, they believe that he was the Messiah. And he said that he was the Messiah. He said that Jesus didn't finish the job, so God sent him to finish the job. And he claimed he was the only begotten son of God. And now that he's dead, his wife, I think her name is Hawk on ja Moon. And uh, she claims that she's the only begotten daughter of God and that she is married to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mrs. Moon... And Mrs. Moon has these conferences and she invites all these big name people like she invites Mike Pence. Mike Pence went, now he claims to be a Christian. He claims that he loves the Lord. But how much do you love the Lord? That's uh, What I'm asking is how much do you really love the Lord that you go to preach at a Mother Moon conference for world peace the uniting of all the different religions for world peace now what does that sound like to you what does that sound like to you that sounds like one the one world government that's what it sounds like to me uniting all the religions for peace so yeah mike pence goes Jerry, I mean, Jonathan Falwell, Jonathan Falwell went, Jerry Falwell's son, who is, there's Jonathan and there's Jerry Falwell Jr. Now, these two characters, of course, we know what happened to Jerry Falwell Jr. He got booted out of the university as, as the president because him and his wife couldn't control themselves. And they were going out, and they started to do perverted things. They got too much money and too much power, and they just turned into perverts. Anyway, he got booted out of the university, and it was a big scandal. And then Jonathan Fall, well, is is the pastor, so-called, of Thomas Road Baptist Church, which his father founded. Now Jerry Falwell Sr. raised these two boys and they're both way out there and they're both way off. And I am totally disgusted with Jonathan Falwell too because he went and spoke for Mother Moon and I'm going to play you these audios and you're going to hear it for yourself. And it is disgusting. It is disturbing. And of course we know that Paula White goes and speaks once a year or twice a year for mother moon and newt gingridge and mike pompeo another guy that says he's a christian you can't be a christian and go speak for mother moon you wouldn't these men and paula white would never go speak for mother moon unless she was giving them a hundred thousand two hundred thousand half a million i don't know what she gives them to come because they would not go unless they were being very well paid. And then when they go, they're praising her. Oh, Mother Moon, we're honored to be here. I would not be honored to be there. No, I would not be honored to be there. And any born again Christian worth their salt would not be honored to go and speak for Mother Moon and to praise this Antichrist woman that claims that. She's the only begotten daughter of God, but I want to play, let me play this audio of saying that Jesus was a failure from the moon.
2: This message, Koreans deserve hell, so that nation must suffer. Christians all over the world deserve to decline because they did not accept me, end quote. As Christians, we prayed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit. Now we should pray in the name of the true parents, end quote. And I could go on with quote after quote, and uh, as Erling was just mentioning about the media, I do have one quote from the media just to tie in <laughs> what he was saying in a negative way. A quote from Reverend Magazine from 1974: quote, God is now throwing Christianity away and is establishing a new religion, end quote. So there, Reverend Moon, uh, readily. legged Acknowledges the great difference between the religion he's promulgating in the name of Christianity and his own religion. Uh, he, he's basically saying that these are two different religions. He's saying that Jesus did fail and left things undone, whereas when we read the Scripture that's been passed down to us for the last 2,000 years, and Reverend Moon wasn't there at the beginning, but the apostles and prophets were, and then the church, early church fathers and, and those that came after him have been passing the scripture down to us today. Uh, they knew nothing of a Reverend Moon. Reverend Moon suddenly writes this book, The Divine Principle, which I have here, makes all these claims, and as, I, as you've been hearing from him uh, in the Master Speak series, he makes all these claims about speaking with Jesus and, and, and other uh, avatars or, or other prophets and then telling them that he has to succeed. You know, he has succeeded Jesus, and he is carrying on where they failed, basically. Or uh, he, they surrendered to his will. Or he, uh, they were in subjection to him, Reverend Moon, making Jesus under uh, Reverend Moon. But we don't find that when we read the scripture. We find that Jesus is the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the creator of the world, Colossians chapter 1 says. Uh, also, in John chapter 1 and uh, many other places. He, he created all the world, Revelation chapter 3. Uh, and to have Reverend Moon saying that, well, Jesus is under me and these other guys are under me, uh, I find this hard to believe in light of the Scripture. And I guess it makes sense, because, and this is what I'd like you to respond to, either Laura or Erling. Uh just the scripture are so adamant in saying that Jesus is God, He's the Creator, that He is our only Savior, that we must trust in
1: Him, not Rubber Moon. Uh how do you
2: look at the scriptures? I'm reading all-
1: Yeah, okay. we better look at the scriptures since this guy is saying that uh Jesus was a failure. Jesus was a failure. <laughs> I don't think so. I think I think when uh, the so-called Reverend Moon, I think when he died, I think he was in for a big shock, amen, when he woke up after he died and he found out that he's not, the he, he wasn't the Messiah. I think he found that out when he closed his eyes and breathed his last breath. Yeah, I think so. I think it it probably was a big shock. (laughs) But then you have these compromisers like uh, Mike Pompeo and Newt Gingrich and Paula White, which it's not hard to believe she's a compromiser, but... Jonathan Falwell, I I was very, very disturbed to hear about him going over there and praising Mother Moon, Antichrist, Antichrist Mother Moon. We're not supposed to cozy up and... uh, Go and and stand on platforms with antichrist people. We're not supposed to do it. The Bible says, "Have no fellowship. Have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness." So, what are they doing over there? Like I said, they wouldn't go there. They wouldn't. They're not. They wouldn't be calling up Jonathan Folwell's secretary or his PR person or his agent or whoever books him and saying, Jonathan, would you like to appear at the Rally of Hope and speak on Mrs. Moon's behalf on world peace? Now, he doesn't go at he doesn't go to those kind of things unless he's being compensated and there was a, a online news magazine or newspaper that asked a the question. They sent a reporter or called the uh, Moon organization to ask them if any of these people were compensated for their appearances. Well, there was no comment. So I guess if there was no comment, we can just imagine if they weren't if they weren't compensated, I'm sure they would have said no, they were not compensated for their appearances, but no, they refused to comment. So we can only ascertain what that means amen so let's listen to uh, Matthew 24 let's listen to what Jesus has to say about this whole thing disciples came
3: to him for to show him the buildings of the temple and Jesus said unto them see ye not all these things verily I say unto you there shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming, and of the end of the world? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars, and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled." For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in divers places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you, and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet stand in the holy place, Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house, neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then, if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye... When ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noe were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noe entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came, and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch, therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant? whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and drink with the drunken, The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him, and in an hour that he is not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing
0: of teeth.
1: Yeah, there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth, yeah. A lot of these people are going to be very surprised when Jesus says, depart from me, I never knew you. Blah, blah, blah about Jesus, and and talking about the Lord, and then you go and you you support some antichrist person for for a filthy lucre. These people are horrible, horrible. Anyway, here he is. Here is Jonathan Falwell and all his compromising self. Next will be the peace message
4: and prayer.
5: Representative of the religious sector of Think Tank 2022 will give a peace message. Rev. Jonathan Falwell, a prominent pastor of a megachurch in America, will give a prayer and a message of peace. Rev. Pastor Jonathan Falwell has a special connection, Rev. Moon the founder of the Universal Peace Federation. In the 1980s, when Rev. Moon was falsely imprisoned in Danbury, Rev. Falwell's father, the late Rev. Jerry Falwell, signed a petition supporting Rev. Moon and advocating for freedom of religion. Rev. Jonathan Falwell, the senior pastor of the Thomas Road Baptist Church, he was also a campus pastor of Liberty University, and he founded the Liberty Church Network, a network that helps to pioneer new churches and has inspired hundreds of millions of people around the world. Let, please join me in welcoming Pastor Jonathan Falwell with a round of applause.
6: And today I'd like to talk about some definite needs for our world. As you know there's much division in our world today and clearly more than ever we need a common ground for people of faith, patriotism, education and service. This rally of hope aims to meet that need as a call for prayer, for unity and for courage in the face of unprecedented challenges. I want to thank UPF and Dr. Moon for making these events available throughout the world. And I thank all of those who are viewing together in this digital environment. May you all be blessed with God's grace, God's wisdom, as we attempt to make this world a better place. Today, as we all reflect on what this world needs, one word seems to stand out more than any other, and that word is hope. And I thank the UPF and Dr. Moon for giving the opportunity for us to talk about this from many different backgrounds and different nations and different beliefs to come together to talk about a common goal, and that goal is peace. Now, I know that this is our desire, and I also know it is God's will for us to point people to Him as the only source of hope. I've always been grateful for the voices within our world that are dedicated to bringing truth to a world that needs it so desperately. I know the Washington Times and others, which you have founded, have stood a, a strong voice to this nation for freedom and for family and for faith. And I'm grateful for how it has been used to inform and to educate our world today. Many, too, are grateful for the idea of a global working group of experts called Think Tank 2022, which is calling for experts globally to support peace in the Korean Peninsula. I am particularly inspired as you see the role of faith leaders as critical to bringing peace, along with heads of state, members of Congress, business, media, and academia. And I know that the UPF and the Rallies of Hope are building a global movement to support the peaceful reunification of Korea, the last vestige of the Cold War. Now, I understand that the Rallies of Hope have been reaching tens of millions of participants on all continents with important messages from many different leaders, from many different perspectives, for the purpose of helping to foster understanding, hope, peace in our world today. And I would like to say congratulations on the launch of the Think Tank 2022, a bold and wise effort to gather scholars and thought leaders and experts from major fields of influence to create a roadmap for peace in Northeast Asia focused On the Korean Peninsula now we all know the fragility in this region and we know how wonderful it would be for peace to reign throughout our world now there are three important areas that serve as a common ground I believe for all of us and I know for certain that my dad was committed to these purposes along with the passion for the gospel now we care about the importance of America turning back to its roots and its biblical values and principles second we want to see America strengthen and fulfill her leadership role for the world And we are deeply committed to educating future generations to help bring peace to the nations and to make our world safer and stronger. Now, first, let's talk about how we can turn America back to biblical values, to a biblical worldview, biblical lifestyles. The world looks to America for leadership in so many different ways. And for that reason, America needs to be restored. We need to understand our founding, not based on a rewriting of history that excludes the importance of God and the gospel, but rather... To impress upon all that America was founded on Judeo-Christian principles which flow clearly from God's word, the Bible. In doing so, I believe we will see a clear return of the biblical family. A picture of God's ideal for the family based on God's plan, on His word and His desire. The Bible is clear on what God desires for His people. Clear on how He wants us to live. And the Bible is God's inspired, inerrant and infallible word and has been given to us to understand His love to know how we should live, and as a call to action for all of mankind. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and we must stand on his word and in his truth. And we must see a return to truth, not only in the pulpit, but in the public square.
0: Yeah, Organizations
6: yeah. such as the Washington Times that champion freedom and family, faith, and service dedicated to educating citizens. Now, second, we also need to talk about America's leadership role for the world among the family of nations.
1: Oh, stop already, please! So, oh, what a compromiser! Oh, they're going to bring about world peace. No, you're not bringing about any world peace. You're not doing it. You, Jesus said there is no, there's not going to be peace. Well, uh, and you're not certainly not going to unite with this antichrist, Mrs. Moon, to bring it either. Oh. Oh, please go away. This he should be fired from uh, being the pastor there. Imagine having a pastor like that, and he's going to talk about bringing back the Christian family. What I would be embarrassed if you were my father, I'd say, Dad, you know what? You're a hypocrite, Dad. You're a hypocrite. That's what I'd say. I'd be embarrassed. What kind of a children are you going to raise up when you're are such an ungodly example to your own children and to the and to the children and young people at your church when they see you acting like this going over there and uh, bowing the knees to this antichrist wicked woman? It's horrible. I can't. I could not believe it. And you can tell by that speech that he didn't write it. He's just reciting words that he's been told to say so he could get his payday over there. Anyway, here's the rest of his ridiculous speech and and Newt Gingrich, another compromiser.
6: As the best hope for everyone. In a world that was clearly divided, we saw leaders rise up to stand for freedom and defend it no matter what. Just like during the Cold War era, there was a need for leadership based on those founding principles upon which all free nations are based. Just as we often pray that America can be one nation under God, so also we can now pray that we can come together as one world under God as a human family with God as our Father. That's the key to lasting peace, and that is the purpose for which Jesus came. And finally, the importance of education, of the heart, the character, the mind, the body. And this is why we must all join together in this common commitment to educate the next generation in truth. Dr. Moon, we share a biblical and a moral commitment to raise up future generations to be men and women of godly character, to form healthy families, and to serve mankind in the light of God's will for the sake of a truly peaceful world. When Jesus was asked, what is the most important commandment? His answer was clear, to love the Lord our God with all of our hearts, souls, mind, and strength. And then he went on to say, the second is like it, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Today, let us all commit to becoming people who have real hope based on our faith and to share that hope in service to others. Thank you today for the opportunity and may God bless all of those who are tuning in to this Rally of Hope. Most respected
5: diplomats around the world, His Excellency Ban Ki-moon, the eighth UN Secretary-General, will be giving the welcoming remarks. He has U.S. House of Representatives.
0: He served as
5: a U.S. member House of Representatives from 79 to 1999, and he served as the 58th Speaker of the House from 1995 until 1999.
7: Also. Honorable
5: Gingrich gave a keynote address at the World Summit 2019 and also spoke at World Summit 2020. He has also provided profound insights to UPF and the Washington Times, and he supports UPF's work and Dr. Moon's work for peace around the world. Let us welcome Honorable Newt Gingrich with a round of applause.
8: Thank you for involving me in this remarkable historic moment. When Dr. Moon founded the Universal Peace Federation, he had a dream, and he thought that the uh, progress of Raleigh's of Hope would really help change the human race's attitude towards violence. Mother Moon has built on that, and because of their hard work,
0: they've been able
8: to really move millions of people. I've been to a number of their meetings. I've seen people around the world. I know the reach they're developing. It's based on a very simple premise that we have to reach out to each other beyond the politicians, beyond the governments. So this is really an important thing. There's a brand new program that has been developed for Think Tank 2022 with 1,100 experts from all over the world working together, trying to find the, the wisdom and the experience to come together to find a way to unify Korea peacefully bringing together the Korean people and the Korean governments as a way of avoiding the very grave danger of nuclear war. This is really important, and it's important because we know that governments by themselves have failed.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and they're going to continue to fail, too. They're going to continue to fail. Let's hear what the Book of Revelation has to say about this let hear this.
3: Chapter 13. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wondered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them that dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. Let him that has understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six.
1: Well, that's it. We better be careful. And we're fast approaching. We're fast approaching these kind of events happening. They there was a headline the other day, and it showed a man's wrist. And on his wrist was the COVID passport. It was tattooed on his wrist, like it looked like a, a digital footprint. And that's what people, I think it was in Copenhagen that they're starting this where people are going to get these tattoos where they could put it under a light, that kind of a thing, and, it, and it'll give all your medical information. Yeah. That's only the beginning. It's only the be- beginning. So we're not too far off from people taking this mark and in order to buy or sell. And uh, the, the economy is going crazy as far as prices are going way out of... Oh, things are getting so expensive. Everything's going up and going up and going up, this thing and that thing and uh there is a, a appliance appliance shortage where people can't get appliances for 8 months, 9 months also these we're seeing a terrible outbreak in crime where they're hacking into these businesses and destroying businesses and people Uh, going and stealing people's catalytic converters from under their cars because they want the platinum or the precious metals that are there. People breaking into homes. We're seeing just an explosion of crime. People punching people in the street for no reason and pushing people off of subway platforms and an increase in in the murder rate, especially in New York, I think it, the, I think the murder rate was up something like forty percent or seventy percent since last year, and robberies and rapes and and uh, so we're seeing a, a, a vast increase in crime. Now we have many listeners from South Africa. I was in the country of South Africa in the 1990s. I spent about three weeks or a month in South Africa traveling around from one end to the other. And the crime was so bad there. It was so bad. And they took me to this section of town in Cape Town where all the squatters were. And we see that happening here in this country where if a property is vacant, people will just go in and squat and take it over. And so there, people were walking in from different parts of Africa. And then they were putting up these little tents. Or there was a whole lot full of these people. And they would have, like, they would put a a stick up and then they put, like, a piece of metal over it. And that would be their house. It was horrible. It was horrible. But these people were walking there because they wanted a better life or so they thought they could get a better life. And so most people with the natural mind, when they see you have something and don't tell people everything you have, because you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know uh, who's going to come and rob you because you have something that, and then they don't have something. So they don't want to go to work to get it. So they'll, they'll want to come in and rob you. And uh, so, what was happening there is that these poor people were walking in and they were seeing this wealth there, in uh, especially in Cape Town, had so many nice sections and beautiful homes and and they were, the the crime was so bad, and that was back in the 1990s. But we're gonna ha- we're having basically the same thing happening here where they're bringing all these hundreds of thousands of people in from these poor countries, poor people that don't have anything. And so the the natural mind without God is thinking, well, you, you know, I want what you have. So if I can't get it, I'm just going to take it. And we see that we see that happening. You can't believe how people are so crooked. And so dishonest you just can't believe it because we don't think that way as Christians. We don't think that way as h- how we're going to get over on somebody and how are we going to and get what we want by taking what they have. But you, but you see this kind of thing. Even when uh, you're dealing with people that aren't Christians, you could be as nice as could be to them. You could be so nice to them and kind to them. And they'll turn around and come back and steal from you. And uh, do all kinds of things. They don't care how nice you were to them because that's the natural mind without God. There was a, a story on TV the other day where a lady and her family they they were friendly with the neighbor down the street and they he used to come over to their house and and uh, they know they knew each other for quite a few years. One day he comes in with a, with some other guys and they kill them all. And what did they kill them for? For TVs and VCRs, and it was horrible. And these were people that they knew, but they knew when they went into their house that they had TVs and they had VCRs and they had all these things. They decided one day that, well, we need some money, so we're gonna we'll just go over there and, and kill this poor old lady, like she was 80 years old and she's laying in bed. They didn't have to shoot her, but they went in there and shot her. She. She couldn't get herself up out of bed for no reason for TVs. So as time marches on and we see that the economy is going to really start falling apart because people don't aren't going to go back. They don't want to go back to work. There's a, a shortage of people working. And so a lot of these companies now are going to go to artificial intelligence and they're going to get robots. And uh, they're going to find a way to run their businesses without humans. And so then when the humans decide that they want to go back to work, there won't be any jobs for these people. So they also want to pass a global tax. The European Union is is talking about a 15% global tax. I don't want to pay your global tax. (laughs) It's bad enough that we have to be taxed as much as, we're taxed and uh, paying for other people's stuff. Like, I don't want to pay for your stuff unless, unless I feel led of the Lord. Otherwise I don't want to be forced to pay for other people's stuff, but that's gonna That's going to be about it. The more money you make, the more money they they want to take away from you for their programs, which I, I don't even, I don't even agree with their programs, but, and, uh, Then you have these preachers compromising and leading people astray by their terrible examples. Ministers of the gospel have to set a standard for people. We have to live by a certain code of integrity and honesty. And we don't compromise for offerings. We don't compromise for honorariums. We just don't do it. For any reason at all. Because you have to be concerned about other people. About other people's eternal destiny. And uh, they might be struggling with some issues in their own life. Where integrity is concerned. And if you don't set an example for people. You could cause somebody to stumble. Just by your example. And these people uh, Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, Jerry F- uh Jonathan Falwell going to praising this antichrist moon. It's horrible. Let me play the um Pence speech here. Oh, this is horrible. Here's Pence at the moon thing. For the keynote addresses, today's
5: keynote addresses will be presented by leaders and various advisors of Think Tank 2022, including leaders in the areas of public, politics, diplomacy, national defense, finance, religion, food security, and health. And before the next entertainment, we will have five keynote addresses and then three keynote addresses after that.
4: First, from the sector
5: of politics, we will have five leaders presenting, as well as one person presenting
4: for the realm of
5: the economy. The first keynote address will be presented by His Excellency Michael Pence, former Prime Vice President of the United States.
0: His Excellency
5: Pence served as the 48th vice president of the United States from 2017 to January of this year. From June 2017 he also chaired the National Space Council. Former Vice President Pence also served as a member of Congress from 2001 to 2013. He was elected as governor of Indiana in 2013 and served until 2017.
0: He has described
5: himself as a principled conservative and has proudly expressed his faith saying he was a Christian, conservative and a Republican. In that order, Mr. Pence has a special fondness for Korea, as his father was a veteran of the Korean War. He gave a keynote address at the fifth Rally of Hope and was moved by Dr. Han-moon's peace vision for a heavily unified Korea
4: and is supportive of the
5: initiative Think Tank
4: 2022.
0: Ladies and gentlemen,
5: let us welcome his Excellency Mike Pence.
4: Distinguished leaders, ladies and gentlemen, it's my honor to join you once again for this global rally of hope. His six honor. such event, sponsored by the Universal Peace Federation, and I am honored to support the vital mission of UPF and join you in the great cause of building a more peaceful and prosperous world. (gasps) The Bible tells us that the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. And today, as leaders from around the world who cherish the values of faith, family, democracy, and justice under the law, I commend you for coming together at this event to continue to sow the seeds of peace, believing that in time we will reap a harvest of peace that will benefit the people of Korea, the United States, and all mankind. I want to thank Dr. Moon for hosting this important event and for faithfully continuing the significant work she began with her late husband.
6: Thank you, Dr.
4: Moon, for your devotion to building a more peaceful and prosperous world. Think Tank 2022, bringing together the wisdom of leaders in government, business, religion, civil society, I believe the dream of a peaceful cooperation and unity in Korea will be closer to reality than ever before. We gather at a time of renewal and promise. Over the past year, mankind has been reminded just how quickly our lives can change in unexpected ways, for the past year, the coronavirus pandemic has inflicted heartbreak and hardship across the globe. Every nation on Earth has been put to the test. But now, thanks to bold leadership, groundbreaking partnerships, and the courageous resolve of our citizens and our caregivers, mankind's victory over the coronavirus is closer than ever before. Not long ago, experts
1: Yeah, it's closer than ever before. It's like, who unleashed this thing on people? Oh, that uh, Fauci is still trying to say that. Well, it's possible that um, a human got it from a bat. Don't tell me, like, what do you think? I'm stupid and, and people are so stupid to believe that one person came in contact with a bat with coronavirus, and the whole world got coronavirus. Look, I'm not that stupid that I believe that. But they're still trying to push that thing. It didn't happen like that. It didn't happen like that. We'll probably never know exactly where this thing came from. Because you can't infect the whole world with a virus, unless it, it was a, a planned event or it was done deliberately. It just can't happen from one person. No, it just it doesn't happen that way. But how it happened, who knows? Was it man-made? Yeah, I believe it was man-made by, by somebody. And uh, was it an accident? I doubt it that it was an accident, I doubt that seriously, who knows, there's crazy people out there, there's wicked people out there, and they're liable to do anything to achieve their goals of one world government, and we see that, we see the breakdown in society, and we see the whole plan coming to uh, fruition right before our eyes, really, that this whole one world government and you hear these people like Mike Pence and these other people they're talking about yes we have to unite around the peace and and we just thank you and I'm honored he's honored he's honored to be there what he's honored But that's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be when this man, this beast, this son of perdition, the Antichrist, appears on the scene. And he's got his false prophet standing beside him, probably talking about Jesus. And not our Jesus. They won't be talking about our Jesus. And then there'll there'll be 90% or 80% of the so-called church standing there too saying, yay, he's the man of peace, yes. The man of peace, he wants to bring peace to the world. And that's how people are going to be deceived. And so it's all lining up. So don't listen to these people. Don't trust these people. If you're in their churches, run for your life from these people. And uh, stay in the word of God. That, you know, you can't go wrong if you if you trust in the Lord's word and you stay close to the Lord and you're... you're uh, following some preacher or you're following some pastor and they start getting off a little bit and they start compromising, then don't listen to that person anymore. Don't listen to that person. You're better off staying in the word of God yourself until you can find somebody that uh, find a fellowship or whatever where the word of God is being taught correctly. Now, anybody can make a mistake here and there with some kind of doctrine. And uh, even if they do make a mistake, they have to be open to somebody uh, pointing some things out to them and say, well, I don't agree with that. And so let's sit down and reason together. And uh, you tell me what your thought is on this scripture and I'll tell you what my thought is and see if you can make some kind of an agreement there. But as far as following these people that, that uh, are into compromise and they're into lying to people just because they want to get an offering or they want to get an honorarium or they want to reach a larger audience, it's just it's despicable, really. When you think of what's at stake, people's eternal destiny is at stake. And these preachers and these people, they call themselves born-again Christians, they're compromising. And it's a terrible example to the world to see these kind of things. And worldly people, they can recognize this. And they snicker and they say, well, look at that. Look at that Jonathan Falwell over there with moon. Because a lot of them know that moon is enough. And there you've got Mike Pompeo and here's Pompeo. Let's listen to him a few minutes.
5: These were special congratulatory messages. Let us give another round of applause to these distinguished heads of state from around the world.
0: Our next
5: keynote address will now be offered by experts in the areas of diplomacy as well as the economy. The fourth speaker will be the Honorable Mike Pompeo, former U.S. Secretary of State. He was a member of the House of Representatives from 2011 to 2017 and was appointed head of the CIA at the beginning of the Trump administration. He was appointed Secretary of State in April 2018 and served until January 2021.
0: Former Secretary
5: of State Pompeo is a devout Christian and conservative who was deeply involved in the three North Korea-U.S. summit meetings between U.S. President Donald Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. And uh, His Excellency Pompeo is supportive in Dr. Moon's various efforts for peace on the Korean Peninsula, and he has sent a special keynote address for the launch of Think Tank 2022. Ladies and gentlemen, join me in welcoming the Honorable Mike Pompeo.
7: Honor to address this rally of hope sponsored by the Universal Peace Federation as one in a series of such virtual gatherings that bring together heads of state parliamentarians faith business and academic leaders from 150 nations for dialogue and the peaceful resolution of differences leading to cooperation for a better world I want to recognize also and thank dr. moon who founded the Washington Times with her late husband continues her work today with the UPF, focusing her energy on healing the great conflicts in our world, and especially those between long-standing conflict nations, North and South Korea, attempting to heal that divide. Dr. Moon, having escaped with her Christian mother and grandmother from North Korea before the Korean War, made it her life's work to see permanent and peaceful reconciliation on the Korean Peninsula. This can happen. When the Trump administration came into office, we took seriously the need to confront the problem set.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a devout Christian. Yeah, I don't think so. No devout Christian goes and praises an antichrist like Moon. Nobody that's a Christian born again and filled with the spirit of God would do such a thing like that. I question your Christianity and your commitment to Christ. You can every one of those people. Well, we know Newt Gingrich was a big compromiser anyway, because at one time he was Baptist and then he married this Catholic lady. He divorced his wife for this other lady that's a Catholic. And then he converted. Imagine imagine converting to Catholicism when uh, you're supposedly a Baptist. And then his wife was named the ambassador to the Vatican by President Trump so then she was living in Rome in a big fancy house or whatever as the, as the ambassador to the Vatican and then what all kinds of ungodly things that was all about but anyway saints I'll tell you what we have our work cut out for us and we better we better be on the lookout because it gets crazier by the day and we just don't know what the next thing is going to be happening around us and we better stay strong in the lord and the power of his might because there's many deceivers out there and they dress nice and they talk nice and they're big they have big titles and big positions in the world and they're they're going crazy. They're all uniting and most of them like I said are uniting around a filthy lucre honorarium. That's what they're uniting under because they, these people don't go anywhere unless they're getting some moolah and uh, so I would love to find out exactly what the honorariums are she even had she even gets this uh so-called pastor noel jones he goes and speaks for her moon and hezekiah walker and yolanda adams sing for her oh dear stop your compromising because whatever you compromise you're going to lose you're going to reap what you sow That's exactly what's going to happen. You talk about seed faith? Yeah, well, you're going to reap what you sow. When you sow compromise, that's what you're going to reap. And you can't be happy. You can't be happy if you know that you have turned your back on the Lord Jesus Christ for fame and fortune. You have to be one miserable creature. There's no contentment in that. There's no contentment. In that kind of thing. So you'd rather be small in your own eyes and small in the eyes of the world and have a strong relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the important thing. That's the thing that matters. Not that your name is up there in lights and the millions of people are listening to you when a lot of people are looking at you like you're a fool. So... Anyway, that's our program for today. I am stunned, stunned, absolutely stunned by these events, but it's all—it's a countdown to what's ahead of us, so be on the lookout and be on the alert is all I could say, but there's, there might be some people listening today and you say to yourself, well, I don't know Jesus Christ and I don't even really understand what you're talking about, but I just happen to be listening to your program. Well, the main thing is this, don't whatever someone else is doing, don't let it take you away from Jesus or or turn you away from giving your life to Christ, because these are people, these are human beings and they make mistakes and they do things that are wrong. But Jesus will never let you down. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. And the book of Romans says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.10 says, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Romans 5.12 says, wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin. And so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. All have sinned. And come short of the glory of God. And there's only one man that's ever been righteous that walked the earth, and that was the Lord Jesus. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Romans 5 8 says, For, But God commandeth his love, commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us romans 10:9 and 10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that god hath raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation Romans ten thirteen for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved hallelujah Romans ten seventeen so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Jesus said in the third chapter of John that ye must be born again. you say, well, what does that mean? I heard Billy Graham saying that, but what what exactly does that mean? That means that first you're born of your mother. And you can read the third chapter of John for yourself. And then you must be born again of the Spirit of God. So you have to confess Jesus Christ with your mouth and believe in your heart that He is Lord and He will forgive you of your sins, no matter what sin you have committed. And you say, Well, I'm such a sinner. I don't think God could ever forgive me for the things that I've done. Well, he can forgive you. He can forgive you. And he wants to forgive you. And he can give you a brand new life where all things pass away. and Behold, all things that have become new. And all of us that have given our lives over to Jesus Christ and we've been born again, we know in whom we have believed. And we know that the gospel is true. And we know that Jesus Christ is the Savior beyond a doubt because he took us out of the pit and he get, he dusted us off and he made us new creations new creatures in Christ Jesus and i don't know how it happens i know that i i prayed and i know that i asked jesus to forgive me and ask him to be my lord and come into my life and wow it was like the, the scales fell off my eyes and i could see I could I could see, and I wasn't looking anymore. I didn't. My search was over. I, I found the truth. I found the truth, and there's no turning back. No, I forty years ago that I gave my life to the Lord, and I never looked back. And I can say it was the best thing I ever did in my life. And I have someone to turn to. I have someone to cry to. I have somebody that cares about me and that he he gives me strength, he gives me peace, he gives me joy. Where could I get those things? You can't buy those things. I don't care how much money you have. You can't buy peace. you can't buy joy. You can't buy the Lord's comfort and his compassion. But all these things are free gifts for the asking. So give your life to Jesus today because he loves you. He really loves you. No matter what anybody says about you or what you've been through in your life, God can heal you and give you a brand new life. And he that's a sign of a real Christian. When you see somebody that's really been born again, they change. I'm not saying they always, some people backslide and they they uh have a tough time, they come back to the Lord. Yeah, Christians make mistakes. But ultimately, a Christian, a real Christian, knows and is convicted of their sin. So we pick ourselves up, we dust ourselves off, and we get back up and we continue on, we carry on. So you might say, well, you know, this Christian did this and this Christian did that. Well, some of them do. Some of them do. That's true. And it's terrible, but. God loves them still, and God forgives them if they are truly repentant. Some of them say they repent, but they don't change their ways. And Je- But Jesus said, by their fruit, you will know them. So you'll know people by their fruit. If they have good fruit and they're setting a good example, then you know that they're a Christian. But if they don't have good fruit, then no. Then you know, no, that's a bad person. So. Anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in. I sure appreciated everybody in the chat room that stopped by today and all our listeners around the world. A big hello to everybody in the United Kingdom and Canada, Australia, South Africa, and some of the other countries that live in Germany and France and all the other countries that are on our stats every week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, being a part of this program, I appreciate it so very much. All our listeners, and I hope you're blessed. So don't forget, if you want to email me, you can email me, Susan, at propheticnews.com. I'd love to hear from you. I do read all the emails, the good, the bad, and the ugly. (laughs) Amen. But God bless you all, and stay safe. Stay strong in the Lord and the power of his might.